0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another <laughs> Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you.
1: Good morning, you guys. We
0: are super excited <laughs> to be devoting ourselves to the Lord daily daily with you all picking up with day five we're actually rounding out mm-hmm. with day five of our don't waste your life devotional in the bible app there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us and the scripture is actually all up in this one so Tori's just going to take it from here yes
1: y'all let's do it today's devotional is titled making much of Christ from eight to five and it says this The call to be a Christian was not a call to leave your secular vocation. That's the clear point of 1 Corinthians 7, verses 17 through 24. Paul sums up his teaching there with these words. So, brothers, in whatever condition each was called, there let him remain with God. Paul had a very high view of the providence of God that God had sovereignly assigned or called unbelievers to positions in life where their conversion would have significant impact for his glory. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him, verse 17 says. Paul does not mean that changing jobs is wrong in the Christian life. Otherwise, no one could become a vocational pastor or missionary except very young people. Unlike Jesus, who changed from carpentry to full-time ministry when he was 30. What Paul does mean is that when we are converted, we should not jump to the conclusion, my job must change. Rather, our thought should be, God has put me here and I should now display his worth in this job. As verse 24 says, there let him remain with God. Therefore, the burning question for most Christians should be, how can my life count for the glory of God in my secular vocation? Our aim is to joyfully magnify Christ, to make him look great by all we do. Boasting only in the cross, our aim is to enjoy making much of him by the way we work. Secular work is not a waste when we make much of Christ from eight to five. God's will in this age is that his people be scattered like salt and light in all legitimate vocations. His aim is to be known because knowing him is life and joy. He does not call us out of the world. He does not remove the need to work. He does not destroy society and culture. Through his scattered saints, he spreads a passion for his supremacy in all things, for the joy of all peoples. If you work like the world, you will waste your life, no matter how rich you get. But if your work creates a web of redemptive relationships and becomes an adornment for the gospel of the glory of Christ, your satisfaction will last forever and God will be exalted in your joy.
0: So the thing that I really want to focus on from this devotional is is kind of continuing what the devotional read, which is esteeming and adding responsibility, power, and authority over secular careers. I read this incredible book by Tim Keller called Every Good Endeavor. If you all want to check it out, I'll put a link in the description of the, of the episode. But essentially, the book broke down this simple principle, and that is that if there is no God, then any work you do, no matter how altruistic, no matter how charitable, no matter how big, no matter how life-changing, that impact will cease to exist in the death of the sun. It will have meant nothing. But if there is a God, then everything you do with every single breath, with every single dollar, with every single hour has a kingdom impact. And I think that a lot of us only feel like, oh, I'm only working to make money and then I'm either going to go serve God through my church or I'm going to tithe or whatever. And that's my kingdom impact. But we're ruling out. I mean, listen, if you spend just say eight hours at work every single day, you're spending a third of your adult life at a vocation, at a career. And what better place for us to share and show the love of Christ then our work then our vocation and one of the best ways to do that is by picking up our bible and reading colossians chapter 3 verse 23 I hope I get this right work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord and not for man and that that excellence will even drive people to be like wow like you're really putting a lot of passion into this or you're really drawn to this where is this coming from and even things that we're not interested in we can pursue excellence because that's edifying and glorifying to God and so yeah I just get really excited about this because it doesn't have to be a devotional podcast it it can literally be people who are stacking Grocery stores, because guess what? Without those people, people who do have devotional podcasts or work in big finance or work in whatever it may be, they're not getting groceries. And that's why I love that book, is it talks about how none of these has a greater calling than another. We're all a part of the greater thing that God is doing, and we all need to walk and glorify Him in our careers and not sleep on it because we think, oh, this is this isn't uh, this doesn't have kingdom impact.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're both so passionate about this because we. Get- so many questions from new believers wondering what their purpose is and what is my calling and do i need to go work at the church and i feel like so many christians just feel like the only way they're making impact is if they work Mm -hmm. at a church for the church or in ministry in some way and y'all, so many non-believers, they're not listening to devotional podcasts. They're not walking into church buildings and we are called to minister to non-believers. That's why I loved when the devotional said there are non-believers placed in certain positions because their conversion is going to make God be glorified. Well, y'all, Someone has to reach these non-believers. Mm-hmm. They're not walking into church. So guess what? We, the church, have to go into the world and share his good news. We, as the body of Christ, have to occupy the space. And I think that this is done not only just by our words, but by our actions and how we love people. And churches a couple hours a week, but... When you're at work, you get so much more time with people to share, to love, et cetera. And I think that there's been so much pressure put on pastors in a church building Mm -hmm. to create, quote, conversions when we as believers are supposed to be equipped in the church to go out and share the good news of the gospel and be the church outside of the church building. And so I just think this is so good and should fire you up inside of your purpose and your calling and remind you that you can have kingdom impact every single yes. day, no matter where you are and yeah. where God has placed you.
0: And and the thing that gets me really jacked up on this is that whenever I was working in the modeling industry, a lot of people think that like, how can you possibly... Like honor God through that. And trust me, there are a thousand ways to do so. And it's really special, but you're you're on the front lines. Mm -hmm. You are behind enemy lines. You are on the ground ministering to the people who either don't like God or don't know him. And Mm -hmm. so what a great opportunity for us as believers.
1: Yeah, that's so good.
0: You ready to pray sign out?
1: I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that because of you, there is purpose in every single thing that you have us doing here on earth, Lord. Would you create a fire and a passion within us, God, that we just cannot wait to share your good news with people, to be a light. Um, Lord, would you remind us of why you have placed us exactly where you have placed us in this season of our lives? Would you help us steward the people in our circle, the relationships that you have given us, God? Would you help us through the power of your Holy Spirit be set apart for your glory? We cannot impact the world if we look just like it, God. So would you help us look more like you today? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece.
0: And don't forget that we love you.
1: We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: Good eye, Mike.